The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. friends and welcome back to another episode of the Roto World Football Podcast, the most important podcast in the universe. My name is Josh Norris. You know that. And I'm excited. It's Combine Week. And thank you so much for responding to my tweet asking if you wanted Combine reviews each night. You did. That's why I'm here. That's why this is a solo podcast. If you don't enjoy that, you can turn it off right now. Because uh, we'll be mumbling, stumbling, fumbling over our words, but we'll get through it. And hopefully in these 10-ish minute episodes, we'll be able to shine kind of a different light or underdeveloped stories that might happen throughout the week. So later on, I'll get to press conference notes. Obviously today we had running back and offensive line weigh-ins, and I'll get to those as well. But I did want to mention That in my Combine preview, I talked about why, to me, the NFL Combine is so important. And it's for a number of reasons. Like, a few years ago, I just, like, absolutely did not care for the Combine. I just thought it was a spectacle, some media event that you hear, the Underwear Olympics. And it's it's really changed my mind in recent years. And it's because of people out there in the football community, like Zach Whitman, like Marcus Armstrong of Mock Draftable, Justice Mosqueda that I know that I have limitations as an evaluator and adding information in the form of athletic testing helps me and aids me complete my evaluations. The eye in the sky sometimes does lie. And so finding out who the true athletes are and on a scale or finding out who the poor athletes are can be equally as important as well. And I know that this week we're all going to hear about 40 times because that's what they show all the time on NFL Network. But I am pleading you to stop citing 40 times as the universal measurement for athleticism. And instead, instead, look into composite scores. Uh, Many of you have heard about Spark and many of you know Zach Whitman. He's been on this podcast. Composite scores factor in all seven or eight athletic tests along with weight and come up with one final score. And Zach's portfolio goes back all the way for 20 or 30 years or something like that. And it just gives a great barometer in terms of case studies and comparing these prospects 
to previous years. And that's really what the goal is. I mean, composite scores help me find Aaron Jones, Charles Leno, Nick Easton, Grady Jarrett, Dean Lowry, Jatavis Brown, Joe Tooney, Shaq Mason. I mean, it should have led me to Tyreek Hill and Corey Grant and David Irving and Jordan Hicks. Like these are just a few more names that pop up. So again, composite scores and factory and athletic testing to me really, really does help. So after that whole monologue, and I apologize for that, let's check in on today, Wednesday's weigh-ins for offensive line and running backs. And let's start off with those running backs. What stood out to me was we saw a number of big backs in this class. I mean, Saquon Barkley, six foot two thirty-three. Darius Geis, 5'11", 224. Nick Chubb, 5'11", 227. Even Sonny Michelle, 5'11", 214. And John Kelly, 5'10", 216. Those are bell cow foundation piece running back sizes. And it's great because I, I feel like a lot of us on the outside sometimes fall in love with these airbacks guys who win out in space. And especially if they're under 195 pounds, that's a really difficult bar to cross in terms of being an every down running back, right? It just gets even more difficult and difficult. And Akram Wadley might be one name who checked in at 194 to keep in mind. It is worth pointing out that Ronald Jones, who checked in at 5'11", 205, and go check out, by the way, Graham Barfield's tweet. He laid out all these names. Ronald Jones has a profile similar to C.J. Spiller and Chris Johnson and obviously Jamal Charles, who many compare him to. But that hit rate of running backs at 5'11", and 205 pounds is not very good, at least the ones that we've seen at the Combine. I know many of you love Ronald Jones. Evan Silva and I talked about him in a podcast last week. Check that out if you haven't. And there's good reason to like him a lot. But again, if we're just going off height and weight, it's interesting that, again, with how many big running backs we've seen today, Saquon, Geis, Chubb, Michelle, John Kelly, Ronald Jones does not have that same size. But again, he doesn't have necessarily the same game as those others either. And I know Jones's hands measured under nine inches. It's not really an issue and some might make it out to be, but it's not because he has one of the best fumble rates in this class. So again, it hasn't been an issue in the past. And quickly, let me focus on Saquon Barkley. It's six feet, 233 pounds. You know who has a similar frame last year? Dante Foreman. But I would say their games are drastically different. They win in totally different ways. So it's interesting to point out a height weight at the same position. But again, it can develop and produce two drastically different styles of running back. Quickly to offensive line, since this is mainly a skill position player-based podcast. Will Hernandez, the guard out of UTEP, dropped 13 pounds since the Senior Bowl. He's 340 there. He's 327 here. I think my math is correct with that and a lot of prospects do that especially heavier prospects they want to move and and be lighter weight so I guess we could assume that his playing weight is closer to 340 now the opposite end of that Desmond Harrison out of West Georgia who's kind of this mauling left tackle who absolutely throws his opponents to the ground weighed in at 279 at the senior bowl he didn't practice that week because he was coming off the flu showed up 13 pounds heavier at 290 two pounds. And let's close it out with these measurements with Quentin Nelson, who by all accounts is the number one offensive lineman prospect in this class, is definitely a guard, but he actually boasts left tackle or offensive tackle measurements. He's 6'5", 325 pounds, 
33 and three-fourths inch arms, over 10 and a half inch hands, and almost an 83 inch wingspan. Not saying that anyone, anyone is going to project Quentin Nelson as a left tackle, but it's just something to keep in mind that a lot of times tackle prospects are considered guard prospects just based on some of these measurements. Well, if the inverse, if the reverse is correct, then Nelson potentially could be viewed by some as a tackle prospect. Oh, and since we have the running backs and offensive lines going through drills and on-field tests on Friday, now's a good time to mention that if you're looking for an individual test, an individual result that might best project success, I would point for offensive linemen to the 20-yard short shuttle. And since 2006, 14 of the top 20 performers include guys like Jason Kelsey, Jake Fisher, Ryan Khalil, Nate Solder, Nick Mangold, Anthony Costanzo, Charles Leno, Eric Fisher, Joel Petonio, a number of others. And I know 14 of 20 might not be, you know, a 100% hit rate. But again, if we're just looking at the top times at a single position, the top results at a single position over the course of a period of time, the 20-yard short shuttle does a really, really good job of projecting potential success in the future for offensive linemen. Let's hit on a few notes from today's press conferences with GMs and head coaches. We'll start off with the news that Jonathan Stewart, the running back for the Carolina Panthers, has been cut. It was somewhat expected, although Marty Herney in the past has shown plenty of loyalty to his veteran players. $3.7 million will go back into their cap space. But the Panthers are going to have to find someone that they really trust in terms of pass protection and is consistent and that they can just put out there. And he is not on the roster right now because I doubt that they view Cameron Artis Payne in their role. But if the Panthers do kind of go through this process and really don't add another back, that's a huge bump up for Cameron Artis Payne's value either in best ball leagues or any other format as we move along. Uh, Sue Cravens, it seems like, is most likely going to be dealt to the Denver Broncos. Sue Cravens started his career promising for the Washington Redskins, kind of in a hybrid linebacker safety role. Uh, he even played on the line of scrimmage at USC, but that's a different story. I'm very interested in his fit with the Denver Broncos. They have one of my favorite young safeties in the NFL in Justin Simmons, who is one of the more athletic safeties in the entire NFL. But the Broncos have also done a really good job of finding kind of smaller linebackers and really working with them. Uh, Danny Trevathan in the past, Wesley Woodyard, Brandon Marshall as well. I wonder if Sue Cravens fits in that format. Uh, during Jason Likes press conference, GM of the Tampa Bay Bucks, he talked up Chris Godwin. I'm a big fan of Chris Godwin last year at the Combine. Didn't necessarily open my eyes, but it kind of cemented his evaluation in terms of a young receiver who was tremendously athletic and also had an area of dominance. Anytime Chris Godwin was allowed to be in the starting lineup, allowed to have opportunities, he produced. And Jason Likes said, expect Chris Godwin to have a bigger role in 2018. And that would make me and the rest of Roto World uh, very happy the same could potentially be said for Josh Reynolds, someone I mentioned on the podcast with Evan Silva. And this is a big if, and who knows what's going to happen. If Sammy Watkins is let go and allowed to reach free agency, if he does sign with a, another team, then I am all in on Josh Reynolds this year. Absolutely. He will fill that vertical receiver on the outside role that Sammy Watkins is in. I can tell you this. The Rams 
loved Josh Reynolds last draft season. They considered taking him much earlier than where they actually did. So Josh Reynolds, if we again go back to that schedule of last offseason, was potentially penciled in as a starter until they landed Sammy Watkins in the deal. They're very comfortable with Josh Reynolds, and when he was given an opportunity, like Chris Godwin, he produced. So I'll say it again. If Sammy Watkins departs, is on a different team other than the LA Rams, watch out for Josh Reynolds. And if you're doing best ball leagues, either on draft.com or anywhere else, I would try to have Josh Reynolds as one of your late round selections. I thought a comment by Brandon Bean, who's the Buffalo general manager, was interesting. He said he's not exactly evaluating the quarterbacks in this class for Brian Dayball's offense. Instead, he's evaluating them for the Buffalo Bills. He's not just going to look at the current offensive coordinator and find the best fit. Instead, he's going to find the best fit for the Buffalo Bills organization, which, you know, seems obvious in some ways, but that type of comment isn't said all too often. And let's close it out with the story that Sean McVay stepped on a Southwest Airlines flight first and Baker Mayfield rushed to sit next to him. I've actually never flown Southwest until uh, since they switched this, you know, no assigned seats, right? Isn't that how it works? That's Southwest Airlines. I live in the Northeast, whatever. What I found interesting from this little tidbit from at Daily News Vinny on Twitter, McVay a couple weeks ago said that he was impressed with a couple of Oklahoma's and Baker Mayfield's plays, and so he's added them to the playbook. So as much as we hear about old-school offenses, and this is how we're going to do it, we're going to win with the running game, guys like Sean McVay continue to push the envelope. Guys like Sean McVay continue to innovate. And guys like Sean McVay steal, which is part of coaching, from great play callers and great creators like Lincoln Riley and continue to show the NFL new looks that they haven't seen in the past. So I'm excited to see those as we move along. So I I think that's it. Hopefully this was interesting. Hopefully this was entertaining. I'm certainly going to listen back to it and try to improve for tomorrow. If you enjoy this at all, be sure to subscribe. I'll be posting one of these 10 minute review clips every single night. And if you could be so kind, leave us a rating and review and tell a friend. Tweet it out if you want to. So I am Josh Norris. I'll be back later this week with Evan Silva and obviously plenty more of these short Combine Day reviews. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon. See ya. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal And when you gamble, betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.